Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good day wherever in the world you might be. Welcome to the Sage and Guide podcast. At the Sage and Guide podcast, we bring you presentations and conversations to unleash personal authenticity and influence excellence onto your communities and onto your world. My name is Raju Mandian. I'm a speaker, trainer, coach based in the Philippines. And this morning from the Philippines and this evening from the Bay, from California, uh, I have a friend, an old friend, and the guest today is called Khalil Bhagat Singh. Khalil Bhagat Singh is a friend I met almost 10 years ago. He used to work for Make-A-Wish Foundation, and today he works for a company, uh, an organization called Upward Global. Is that right, Khalil? Yeah, it's called Upwardly Global. Upwardly Global, that's correct. Yeah. Upwardly Global. So I'm, uh, I'm assuming that would be raising globalization to a different level. Khalil, can you please tell us a bit about yourself and Upwardly Global? Well, first off, Raju, thank you so much for having me. I'm very uh, honored to be here. Uh, good to see you. It's, it's nice to always catch up with old friends, and I'm, I'm very happy for this conversation that we're having. Yeah. Uh, Upwardly Global is what we are, is we're a nonprofit. And what we do here in the U.S. is we help immigrants and refugees restart their professional careers in the United States. There are a lot of people who come to the U.S. who are very talented, who have masters, even doctorates, and they come here and they have trouble finding an ideal job. And so what we do is we help them get to that profession or to the career that they are really passionate about. And that's basically what we do. I read that on the website, and I also read that on your LinkedIn profile. Uh, so why does the NGO Upwardly Global do that? What is their reason? What does it get them besides serving these uh, refugees and immigrants? That's a great question. It's, you know, when, uh, let me share my quick story of of how I encountered Upwardly Global. I recently moved to the US mm -hmm. uh, during the pandemic. And yeah. you know the job market here is totally different from the job market in the Philippines. And mm -hmm. I didn't really know how to connect and get the proper job here in the US. And what the organization does is it helps people. It helps train them uh, on how to, to adapt to the U.S. market because job searching in the Philippines is different than the U.S. And, you know, there are other immigrants doing that. And it's because there's so many amazing people who can contribute more than doing what we call survival jobs. A lot of the people take jobs like driving Uber or working yeah. in the local, you know, Walmart or whatever store, Target, because mm -hmm. they don't know how to get the job that's ideal for them and upwardly global helps these people because they can contribute so much more to the society by doing that uh, and that's that's why we did right i think i know know quite a few people like that when i was in the states a few years ago i remember seniors elderly in fact a friend of mine also from the philippines who used to be a big textile business owner i just spoke to him a month ago and he says i'm driving an uber uh, he had no shame about it. There was no shame in driving an Uber. It was not considered a 
low-end job because it's still a job. But this part of the world where we are heavily focused on context, that would be like, why are you a former business person, successful business person, driving an Uber? So uh, yes, uh, I see the sense and the wisdom in what you guys are doing. The question is, uh, how do you partner up with the law with ICE, is it? I'm Any sorry. Uh, I, I Honestly, I don't know if we're partnered up with the ICE. Uh, I'm not sure about that. We, I guess, could you elaborate on the question? Like, uh, or is there... Well, isn't it a matter of employment permits and visas, right? Okay. So let me, that, that's a great question. What we do is we don't work with people who do not have the proper paperwork. Uh, so okay. only people who have the paperwork like who have authorization to work in the U.S. are people who we deal with. So okay. these are only legal uh, right, immigrants right. and refugees here in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Those are the ones that we work with. Mm -hmm. So that the other the other part of it is something that we we don't engage in. It's it's a different right. group probably that would be assisting them. Oh, okay, correct. So that's why I didn't kind of explain up what the global because that wasn't clear to me. Okay, yeah. how, uh, how do you go about doing that? I mean, what's the process? The process is really simple. Anyone who qualifies, and by qualifying, it's you know it's an individual who is in the U.S. who has a work permit, uh, who has been in the U.S. less than seven years, uh, and from another country, qualifies for that. So when I got here to the U.S., I actually qualified because I was in the U.S. less than two years. I had the proper work documentation. I could work. I had a work authorization. And I was just someone struggling who was trying, you know, having a difficult time getting a job here. And so I applied. You know, at first I thought, you know, there are other people who would benefit from this work. And when I talked to the onboarding associate, uh, this is the person who kind of screens the calls. This person says, no, you're the, you're the type of person we need. We're looking for mm. people who are qualified. Uh, and about more than 30% have a master's degree are the people wow. that we, we accept. And so wow. can you imagine, Raju, you have a master's degree, you're new to the U.S. And some of them are like, you know, I'm not saying that driving Uber is not a bad thing. It's just... Yeah. These are people who could do a, a bit more, who, who have the potential to be having a greater impact. Because some are like working, it started because a person was in a chicken farm, in a farm, you know, or before we recorded, we were talking about farm. And she and they introduced, you know, the farm owner introduced two of the best workers. And one of them had a PhD and one of them had a master's degree. I'm like, why are you working in a farm? We couldn't get jobs. And so she decided to help them. And that's how Upwardly Global kind of started. Oh, that's a beautiful story. That's a beautiful, beautiful story. Wait. And uh, Khalid, very quickly, how long ago was this? Uh, I think, it, if I'm not mistaken, it was in the, I think it was in the 90s. I'm not too sure of the, the date when it originated, because I know we've been around for uh, over 20 years. So I'm not sure about the exact date. And you said she. Yeah. Her name is Jane Yu. She's the one who started Upwardly Global. Asian person. Of Asian descent, yes. 
Now, uh, may I get a little personal, Khalil? Sure. Well, over the years since I've known you, you've acquired I'm... an A. I'm sorry? Over the years since I'd last met you most, almost a decade ago, you acquired this sense of quietness and serenity about you. And uh, I want to know, uh, this is what we're talking about, presencing and being responsive today. How and when did this, oh, when is not the issue? How did this come about? And how does it uh, flourish inside of you, this sense of calm and the sense of presence? Uh, can you tell us the story behind that? Wow, you know. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for acknowledging that it's something that I do have. I appreciate you saying that. And, you know, I, <laughs> I wish I could give you like a quick answer and say, this is how I did it. I bottled it up, uh, you know, then maybe you and I can partner and we, we you know, we're sitting on a gold mine there, yeah. Raju. Uh, honestly, the first thought that comes to mind is just, you know, I've, I've experienced quite a bit uh, and learning gratitude hmm. has helped so much. Just learning gratitude and uh, you know, one of the areas that we got to know each other too was also through the meditation, uh, through the breathing practices. And I've been very active with that. There's nothing like silencing for me. Uh, mm. There's nothing like being in silence mm. because that's where I would like to say that, you know, the universe or the divine is able to speak with, with the person. Mm. Um, there's, you know, silence says so much and the years of, doing the meditation and, and being in silence has really helped me. Uh, I would yeah. have to say that's been huge. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> my understanding of this, this very subtle awareness is that when you become like this, when you acquire this air of quietness and this calm, is that the there is a there's a conversation you're having inside of you with for lack of words someone that sits on your shoulder and says Khalil you're being a good person Khalil you're being humble Khalil you're being present Khalil you're listening so it's that kind of a conversation you know I, I wrote an article many years ago I called it the little fellow on your shoulder but I, I believe that we watch ourselves from the inside and uh Perhaps you would like to take a look and tell me what you see. What, 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 so I, is the question, what do I see inside? Is that yeah, the question? Yeah, yeah. Like what, how's the, how's the, how's the internal uh, neurobiology structured such that it's so quiet, so calm, so un- Festered, if I might say. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> okay. It's, you're, you're making me blush, Raju. Uh, uh, well, uh, the reason I, I want to ask is because I'd like to capture it because leaders across the world, and I, I see hundreds and thousands of them, I meet them, and they seem to be on the run, trying to catch up with things, trying to make a point, trying to prove something. 
And in the process, my opinion is, and I think most of all of them will also uh, concede to it, is that they create damage. Uh, unbeknownst to them, I created damage when I was like that. So perhaps it might help if you can kind of look in and share what's going on. I mean, I understand. I totally and completely relate with, you know, the running around and creating damage. You know, when I look inside, you know, on a great day, the first thing I say is thank you. It's just thank you for being alive. Thank you for all the good. Mm. Because no matter what's going on, that yeah. power to say thank you is important. And personally, I just, it's, it's as simple as just coming from love. I mean, at the end of the day, it may sound cheesy and all that, but once we act from love, at least once I act from love, then I know that it, you know, things are going to work out uh, right. somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I see the point. I see the point. Uh, so if I were a young leader, a younger brother, and uh, if you were to give me advice and I was all kind of running around and helter skelter in my thinking, in my relationships, in the way I approach things, what would you tell me, Khalil? Wow, uh, that's a great question. Yeah, please indulge me. So if my younger brother running around and being helter skelter, you know, I'd, I'd honestly say, what's important to you? Hmm. What are your values? Yeah. And, you know, how, again, it goes back to how would love act? I mean, seriously. Uh, because for me, it all starts with self-love more than anything. Uh, because if we can't love ourselves, there's really not, how can we love any other person if we can't love ourselves? And uh, since you first met me, there's a long process and, you know, trying to yeah. figure out how to, fall in love with myself and, and get that self-love. And it's, it's pretty sad that it takes a while. At least it took a while for me to get to that process where I can, can be at that place where I'm like, I can, you know, look in the mirror and be happy with the, with look back, you know, before I yeah. look in the mirror and it's like, I, I couldn't stand it. I hated what was reflecting back. Wow. True. True. I've been there. I've been there. Right. I've been. I've been uh, there are moments I looked at the man in the mirror, and the man in the mirror did not like what he was looking back at. I've had those moments, and uh, yeah, I, I'm glad I wasn't the only one who had that experience. It's, it's also funny you use that phrase, "man in the mirror." Just the other day, uh, we had our we had the music on random and the man in the mirror by Michael Jackson played. <laughs> and, and I was telling my partner, uh, I told her, you know, when I was a kid, this music video had such a huge impact on me. Yeah. And we watched it again. And it's just that overwhelming emotion because I was like, wow, really? How I was talking to her, I was like, how much has our world changed since that time? You know, because the video is all about people struggling. They had pictures of, of, you know, hunger and poverty, you know, but it moved towards something better. 
and then I was asking her, like, how much have we changed? You know, how 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 far has the human race gone? How how have we been? How have we evolved as a society? Because those—that's one of the questions I ask myself, Raju. Is like you were asking, yeah. like, what what is it? It's like at the end of the day, for me, it's like, how do I help make this world a better place? That's that's so important for me. How how do I leave this world a little bit better than I received it? Because mm-hmm. uh, honestly, like, ever since I was younger, those were some of the questions that were important to me. Yeah. I've never been really motivated by fame or money or power. It's like, how do I make an impact? That's the question I've always asked. And yeah. how can I help? Yeah. Khalid, those are beautiful thoughts. I know I've caught you by surprise. Uh, it's because I was impressed. I mean, at the sight of you, at the sound of your voice, I was impressed. And so I probed a bit. Forgive me for probing, uh, but I think I've gathered something useful. And thank you for sharing it. Uh, not too many more questions to put you in a put you on a spot. Let me ask you this: So uh, you have changed over the last decade and more, and uh, as you mentioned, that now you appreciate the man in the mirror a bit more. How does this manifest in your relationship? How uh, how are people responding to you? How are communities responding to you? the people who come to you for Upwardly Global, I'm sure you notice the difference in their responses. Would you want, would you be able to kind of talk about that? I mean, it's, that's a great question. And, you know, it's, it's as simple as you, what you give out, you get back. And, it's really, I've noticed that the world has gotten a lot better. <laughs> Honestly, uh, my interactions have been so much more deeper and alive. Deeper. Yeah, deeper. It's a lot deeper. Yeah. Uh, for example, like my work, I, I help other immigrants find jobs. That's, that's my role. So every day, I am very lucky. I get a job where I get to meet amazing people and help them get to their path. So one of one of my favorite moments in life, Raju, is that moment where the dream and the dreamer become one. That's such a beautiful moment. And make a wish, I was doing that. And I realized mm-hmm. that's something I loved. And here I get the same job. It's like helping them get their dream job. It's like right. working with people and doing that. And so it's really spreading a lot of love with them. It's like showing them and, and helping them and interacting with them. And it's it's so amazing when that that moment finally comes where they message me and say, Khalil, I have a job and I'm so happy. It's a great job and I'm earning this much. And, it's, I, and, and I'm like, I get paid to do this? <laughs> this is wonderful. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, and so the interactions have been a lot more memorable and intense, yeah, and more fulfilling. Beautiful, beautiful. I see that and uh, uh, I'm... I am happy for you that you found a platform which is letting you be you and also helping you evolve and impact the lives of others, even though it may be one at a time. And that's good for you. 
uh, last question for the day. I don't know how long I've gone. We've gone slowly and carefully on this. Last question for the day is, uh, would you wish this, the state you are in, or the kind of fulfillment you're getting and the kind of fulfillment you're helping others achieve, would you wish this upon other leaders in business and in society? Wow. Honestly, I mean, this is, I'm still a work in progress and uh, there's still a long way to go. But yeah, I would, I really would wish people would have this. I mean, yeah, it, it took me a while to get it. Uh, and I'm very grateful I'm at this point where I have gratitude and this desire to just make the world better. Uh, and I do wish people, you know, I would want other people to feel this way and, and do this. Yeah. All right. I'm going to leave it at that, Khalid. Uh, otherwise, we'll float away. Otherwise, both of us will start to levitate. Uh, your presence has impacted me. Your responsiveness has impacted me. And I feel that, in my opinion, I think there are hundreds and thousands and millions of leaders who are probably at a higher place than you and I. Some of them are at par. And there are some who are probably wanting to come up here. And I hope this conversation gives them a few insights, uh, gives them a few tips, shows them where the light can come from for them. So I'd like to leave it at that. And uh, if there's anything you'd like to share that I might have skipped asking or I might not have been present enough to ask, if you want to take up a few minutes and just kind of wrap up uh, your thoughts. I mean, this, first of all, again, thank you so much, Raju. This has been such a wonderful conversation. It's always great talking to you. I don't know why I waited so long to reach out again and reconnect. And so I'm extremely grateful for, for this chance to get to talk to you. And I guess the only thing I just want to say is you know, I, I, I just wish for those out there, I mean, I hope my words were able to help out in one way or another. And I just really wish that whoever's listening out there can find your, your peace and your happiness and your love. And, and hopefully you can look in that mirror and just be happy because no matter what stage you are in, that reflection is, is, is going to be a beautiful soul. You just have to look for it. It's there. Uh, and I hope you find it. Thank you very much, Khalil Bhagat Speck. Pleasure talking you, to Raju. you. And uh, from me to you, Namaste. Namaste. That, that's what it says. I think Namaste means that. I respect the spirit in you. I salute the spirit in you. And uh, in Tagalog, as we say, Maraming Salamat po uh, at Mabuhay. Walang anuman. Maraming Salamat din. <laughs> thank you so much. That was great. Oh, Raju, thank you. That was wonderful. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That was Khalil. I almost said Khalil Gibran. Khalil <laughs> Bhagatsi from Upward, the global uh, Filipino um, by birth, by roots, and just Indian by last name. And now he lives in Daly City, California. And you can reach him through his LinkedIn profile. If you like this, uh, sharing this podcast, please click like and share. 
and uh, provide feedback because that feedback becomes good fodder for us. Other than that, have a great day. Bye-bye.